0: Wait, there, that was
1: right? you? I thought Skype made that noise.
0: No, it, like... <laughs> I just wanted it to start recording before we started talking, so I thought random child noises would be the answer.
1: <laughs> you should install, like, a really expensive noise machine just to trigger the recording on Skype.
0: Like Dude, a button that you...
1: makes a car noise or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a Rue Goldberg machine. (laughs) (laughs) Tip a marble that rolls and does all this crazy shit and hits my car horn outside. But it starts
1: starts on my end in Oakland.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That would be the greatest, actually. (laughs) i imagine step one is it rolling out your window and there's a giant catapult waiting for it (laughs) up and over the hill oh my god
1: what are those what are those crazy crazy things called that with like all the weights it's a basically a catapult it's i forget what it's called that's it fucking launches a massive fireball into walnut creek and uh what triggers it? So Someone. Like
0: this. It launches a giant fireball, but it goes past Walnut Creek. But as it passes, it lights a candle, and the candle <laughs> wax melts, and it drips on a seesaw. And when enough wax gets on there, it'll <laughs> tilt the seesaw down, and that's what starts it.
1: Yes! Oh, this. my God. How, how have I not seen... In the middle of this quarantine, how have I not seen way more Rue Goldberg machines? I thought that's like the boardman's man's thing to do.
0: I've seen a couple, but you're not on social media. So maybe those uh, videos that's... don't come up for you. But you're on like Imgur or Imgur. I don't know how to say that word. but Imgur, yeah. <clears throat> um, and stuff like that. So I feel like there would be stuff on there. But I've seen a couple that are absurdly, frustratingly creative. Um, <laughs> Like, there was one, and I don't know, I forget exactly, oh, it was like, okay, so there was a bunch of stuff that happened, but the most interesting part was a piece of, like, a stick of butter was resting on a, like, rectangular metal sheet, and it was like <laughs> a ramp. It was at the top, and there was uh, something that, like, happened, and it lit a match that lit a candle, and it heated up under the butter and the butter slipped down and it (laughs) slipped onto something and it's like hit a domino or whatever i don't remember the exact thing but the part that sticks with me is the butter i was like somebody decided that a stick of butter was worth wasting to make this video for facebook that no one even knows what it's about (laughs)
1: god damn it the the two things that i saw that i was really into i see a lot of the um like trick shots like beer pong trick shots Oh, right? yeah. Like off the pans and stuff. Those are super funny. This one I gotta send you so funny. This guy made a squirrel obstacle course, and uh, it have you seen this? I've seen a
0: thumbnail for it, but I didn't actually watch it.
1: It is so wild. so, and it's really funny because throughout the the twenty minute long video or whatever it is, he constantly reinforces how safe it is for the squirrels, and it's because they're getting, like, launched out of catapults or dropped <laughs> down, like, trapdoors. <laughs> if you had no context, you'd be like, some squirrels are dead. And-, <laughs> and it's so funny, and he has, like, names for them, so you feel like you're watching sports or something, and you're, like, rooting for, like, the, the smart squirrel or the fat squirrel. Richie. and. Funny enough, this is a weird segue. I'm pretty sure Allie is the one who sent that to me.
0: Oh, amazing. Um, The the thumbnail I saw was a squirrel. I think it was upside down on one of those, like, ladder, rope ladder things. Have you ever been to a carnival and they have that game where, like, it's, it's. and this is hard to explain without that oh, yes. Role. but it's, it's like it's tied like a one pirate ship rope. Yeah, it's the pirate it's not, rope thing.
1: Yes, you know and it's exactly it's
0: what I'm talking about.
1: impossible to go over.
0: Yeah, like, I don't. It. I don't get it. He, but yeah, he, so it yeah,
1: looks like a idiot. squirrel on one of those. Yes, that's the one. And he said he <laughs> designed it just like they do at carnivals, but but modified for squirrel weight. So, like, he scaled it down, like, 45 times or something. So, Squirrel... His key.
0: garage. He has a blackboard full of math. <laughs> I've modified the ladder for Squirrel Weight. <laughs> Dude,
1: the best... The best one was the... He created, like, an optical illusion. And it was meant... It, basically, it's like a mirror. Uh, it's like a bowl. And you he put a nut on the bottom of this really reflective bowl... And it created, like, an optical illusion of a huge nut, like, floating up above the bowl. Oh, no way! If the squirrel stops and observes the nut, or tries to get the nut for, I think it's, like, 20 seconds, they get ejected and shot off the the platform. It's so good. These little bastards are smart, and they're, like, one of them will swipe once, realize it's fake, and take off. One of them fell for it, and then just blitz past it the next time, because they know it's fake. It's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> God damn it. Remind me to send you that after this.
0: I I need to watch it. That sounds fantastic. I could do it. I it was going to be so funny. I thought, so like, funny. I saw it and I was like, that has potential to be funny, but I've clicked on enough, like, clickbaity things like that to where you can almost smell if it's going to suck. You look yes. at it and you're like, that sounds interesting, but I have a bad feeling it'll be a waste of five minutes, and you just scroll on. That's mm-hmm. how I felt about the squirrel video. But apparently I missed out.
1: Clickbaity stuff has gotten pretty bad. I am real sick of that shit. It's so bad, dude. Actually,
0: speaking of so bad, my computer is losing battery like a mo, so I'm going to plug it in real fast. Uh-oh.
1: All right, go for it. Uh, I'll just keep talking. On the Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff podcast, you will never, never have clickbait. I mean, unless someone pays us a lot of money. That's right.
0: Oh, God. Sorry about that.
1: Remember how we were kind of going to have sponsors, and then COVID-19 happened, and then we didn't?
0: Yeah, dude. Um, that sucked. Just when
1: we were about to take off. It's Maybe still on the table, but
0: huh? It's still on the table, I think, but I think it's so just too. not going to be for a while, you know, because nobody can really afford to throw out sponsorship stuff uh, willy-nilly at the moment.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I think marketing costs are the first things to go. Um, I had a friend. This poor friend was let go from my current company and then she got her dream job somewhere else. COVID 19 hit and she got laid off from this job. Oh, dude, so shit. Yeah, that blows. I can't imagine.
0: So, this is the Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff podcast. You said it. I'm Alex. I'm Sterling. What are we doing today, dude?
1: Uh, we're gonna watch, drink, review some cool shit that our good friend and listener, Allie, has recommended to us. Um, just like, (laughs) I wish everyone could have seen that video. It looked (laughs) like you were underwater. Uh, (laughs) basically, um, Allie has a fat, fat list of stuff she wants me to watch all the time. And you and I struggled to come up with a theme, uh, every single week and sh- she mentioned she shot over one more thing to me and i was like oh my god you've sent me so many things that i need to watch and will watch because we have like very very i think you and i have very similar tastes to her especially with uh, comedies and uh i was like if you could put in like a top top five or something what would it be and if you send that to me i will make sure alex and i do an episode on it and i was like i was thinking if she gets back to me we'll do it and i sent this at 4 30 and she's in 20 minutes she sent me that fat fucking list of stuff <laughs> for <us to> watch. <laughs> it took 20 minutes
0: it to type out she responded she started to respond immediately and it just took forever to type that whole thing yeah
1: Yeah. seriously um and i i cheated just a little bit um because I actually happened to watch uh, one of the ones she recommended, the politician. And uh, but I'm actually gonna go back. I watched a couple of the trailers for this, and Bad Education looks so fucking funny, dude. Um, or not, not Bad Education. Yeah, Bad Education. Um, and Killing Eve, I want to watch that. Dragon Prince, I want to finish that. Um, I have, I have a feeling. Of what you watched, but I could be wrong. What did I you...
0: changed up what I watched. Um, Ooh. Because I didn't want to pay for it, so I picked something I didn't have to pay for.
1: <laughs> did you watch? Let's see. Uh, I feel like you wouldn't watch that.
0: <sighs> that how well you know me.
1: Oh God. Did you you didn't watch Killing Eve? Did you? I did.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that's amazing. Side note, like I've I've watched that show over Katie's shoulder. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. But that main girl, um, I forget her name. I'm gonna look her up real fast. Sandra Ho. I'm sorry. A main assassin girl. Um, oh yeah. Jody Jody Comer, so Katie was like scrolling through stuff, and this other show on Hulu was recommended to us, um, and it was Jody Comer when she, or Comer when she was like super young, like sixteen young.
0: So and like it, two years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she, but it's like noticeably different. Oh, okay. She's like way shorter or something. Um, but uh, it it was a show called Mad Fat Diary. And uh, it was, like, this old English show, and it was really good.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah, so I was going to watch Pennyworth. I really wanted to watch that. But... it on? It was on Epics, which is, like, mm-hmm. something you can get, like, as an addition to Amazon. Like, you can subscribe to other services through Amazon. And you can either subscribe to that service or buy the episodes or buy the season i didn't want to buy it like have it permanently i would have rented it if that was an option but it's like subscribe or buy individually and there's the i've I've talked about this in past episodes where like the on i think it was like stars or something else like that that you can subscribe through amazon there was a free seven day trial period but i don't want to get charged like on accident or I, charged yeah. for the month minus seven days or whatever i don't, I don't want to deal with unsubscribing i was just like you know what i'm not going to risk even though it's like six dollars a month like it's nothing but i just don't want to do that um so easy so
1: to so like, let shit like that fall through the cracks
0: yeah um like you find out how easy it is <laughs> when so my card recently i think i told you this my credit card was Was compromised. And yeah, I got a new card and everything's fine. It was like a one time fraudulent charge. But then I had to remember all of the stuff attached to that card and switch it over to the new card. Oh, and I was like, okay. So I like looked through my billing history. I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And I missed, I forget what it was. It was like, oh, it was uh, Squarespace. It was our website that's thing big. and I have another domain that I've been sitting on for like four years wait
1: you pay monthly for Squarespace? I thought we pay yearly for that
0: we do pay yearly but I have another domain on my personal account that I oh. pay annually for and that came up this month and so I got a notification that's like hey we were unable to bill your card if you don't fix this you're going to lose your domain and I was like ah <laughs> so then I went into hours because it renews in a couple months and I switched that over too
1: okay I was about to feel real bad if you had been paying for our website without me
0: oh no it's just annual
1: um well I'm I'm glad uh so, so how'd you like... get
0: started we oh. have a thank Allie for the recommends shout out thank you so much for your patronage
1: um thank you ali you're a hero true
0: no other thing to cheers with so i'm gonna hit my mouse (laughs) (laughs) cheers cheers
1: um does that mean you only have one drink
0: well that's another fun story but i have a whole box
1: oh now we're talking
0: so i mentioned that foul was out of town and she's with a pregnant lady so she's not drinking so I was like, I'm going to not drink too. So I haven't had a drink since Sunday. And wow. I literally don't feel any different at all.
1: You're not even like more sad?
0: No, I'm not sad or anything. I'm just like, I expected, I didn't, not that I feel bad normally, but I expected to feel better
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just don't. I'm like. I want to I want to keep going and see like if I lose any weight, you know, yes, but I don't I, feel any different. And I've been like destroying water, just crushing all the water. And I thought that would make me feel better. I just I feel exactly the same. I'm just drinking more water. I,
1: I mean, I don't think it's going to happen in a couple of days. I bet at the end of the two weeks, though, I would bet some serious money that you've lost some weight and feel better. Like we, I bet like your see. runs are better. You're more hydrated. Um, yeah, but it'll be subtle if it's just two weeks. You know? Yeah. I should try to do that, but I feel like that'll make me sad. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know.
0: You sad?
1: I was doing pretty good not drinking. I would probably only drink with you one day a week, Tuesdays uh, when we record yeah and then i wouldn't drink otherwise but this whole thing happened and i drink a whole lot <laughs> Woo. it's i guess it stabilized a little bit I, dude the first like two months i was getting trashed like two three times a week just in my apartment Just me and katie she hated it <laughs> and,
0: and it was a great time
1: <laughs> yeah loved it <laughs> we're still married everything's okay um uh, <laughs> Do you do you want to go first here or should I?
0: Um I'm happy to go first. Dude, kill it. Boom, I will. So, as I mentioned about 40 seconds ago, I was going to watch Pennyworth, but I didn't because I didn't want to pay for it. So, then I was looking on the rest of that list, and there was a couple things that caught my eye, and I was torn mostly between killing Eve and Miss America. I thought Ooh. Miss America would be a good one to do because it's kind of politically charged and I'm not really into politics and I'm pretty ignorant to a lot of stuff. So I thought maybe that'll be good. Um,
1: what a good way to approach a new show. I don't know a lot about that thing, so I want to watch it. Like that's yeah. I, That's so healthy to me.
0: I still do, but for the purposes of this episode... Um, I didn't want to start and not finish something with serious tones. Yeah. Um, and I, for, I didn't realize it was a show until I found it. And I was like, oh shoot. Like I thought it was going to be a movie and I was like, okay, I can crush a movie and then talk about it, um, or a documentary, but it's like a, it's a show. So I was like, okay, I don't want to watch part of it and then talk about it if it's a serious thing. But that's exactly what I'm doing with Killing Eve, where I started it today, and I made three episodes. And I'm more than happy to talk about it because it's not a serious political life-altering thing. It's a fun <laughs> show. that's complete fiction. Yeah. So that's totally different. And I am so glad that it was recommended. It's great. It's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome, huh? Dude, it's really good. I had seen uh ads for it a while back when it came out or i guess before it came out or whatever i don't know exactly when but um i remember seeing ads for it and just thinking that it was going to be just another show you know like tv networks pump out lame shows all the time and i was all "All the the time time, i don't want to watch something like that like it's going to be stupid um and no offense to the lead actress i'm pretty sure it's sandra ho that's her name Yes. Um, She was in Grey's Anatomy, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've seen a few episodes of Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, it, it, that show has a cult following. But I've seen a few and I'm like, meh, I don't want to watch that. And I figured yeah. it was going to be kind of similar. Obviously a different storyline. But like just a show like that that's going to go on for like 18 years. And I was like, dude, <laughs> no, I'm not not down. Just um, like hot
1: Doctors all yeah. over the place.
0: So I just, I left it. Um, But then I saw what it was about, and I was like, hmm, that sounds kind of interesting. And I've watched three episodes, and I'm pretty hooked. I didn't realize it was a British show, which is something I love, because they make things differently. Um, And we've talked about that, too. Like, BBC, uh, you can tell when something's English. You can really tell when something's not American, but Britain or the UK has their own style of like storytelling. And you can kind of feel that here, even though it does feel like it's got some American influence. It could just be because the lead actress is American. Um, But everybody else is not, which I really appreciate.
1: Yeah. It's a nice mix. Yeah. And it's just like
0: the humor is a little different, Um, which I also like, which I wasn't expecting the show to be funny. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. the even the assassin girl like she cracks me up dude (laughs) Uh, there was one scene where i i'm only three episodes deep so i don't really get her a whole lot but i understand she's kind of a psychopath but there's a scene where she like lures uh like a married woman up to her room to like hook up yeah and she starts trying to be sensual and this woman is like much older than her And she's like, ooh, what are we doing? I've never done this before. And she like starts making out with her and like really turning her on. And it looks like it's about to get hot and heavy. And then she pulls back and she's like, (laughs) she's like, now I'm going to hide and you have to find me. And then she just (laughs) takes off. And It was a combination of the accent and just a complete left turn in the moment like, you think they're about to get down because she's just like you know you're a warm body and you're here yeah but, but then she just turns around and becomes like a little boy like i'm going to hide and you have to find me <laughs> <laughs> that really got me it was i, I bust out out loud <laughs> um but That's the, amazing the show itself uh is about our lead character her name is eve uh played by sandra ho Who's an American working in London for MI MI six? M I five? One of the MIs. And I, uh I didn't
1: know there were different numbers. So like MI one and two.
0: What's hey, James hey. Bond? M I six? M I six? Um Sorry. no, no, it's cool. Because it's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, She's an American working for MI6, and I don't know exactly what her job is, but she has this side fascination with female killers, and she is under the impression that there is a single female killer that's responsible for a series of seemingly random murders, and she's not supposed to be working on that. Like, don't waste your time on that. It's a conspiracy. Do your job kind of mentality. And another murder happens. And and that's when we get introduced to our killer. And she ends up trying to do like basically something illegal to try to like coax a witness, not mm-hmm. coax a witness, but get more information out of a witness uh, before they lose her. And there's some weird stuff happening because apparently nobody in her department like wants to pursue the female killer angle. Like somebody's covering it up. It's kind of suspicious on that end. But anyways, she does this little operation and a bunch of people get killed. And so she gets fired and she's like, well shit, like this is awful. I hate everything. And One of the higher-ups in her department approaches her outside of work and is like, let's go for a walk. And she, on this little mission, basically says, look, I want you in on this because you're totally right. Something's going on. There is a female assassin that I've been tracking. Your hunches are totally correct, and I need you working on this. But it's completely unofficial and off the books. So then yes. she's brought in as the leader of this little secret squad to hunt this killer, and from then on we go between that squad and the life of this young, beautiful assassin uh, who is hilarious and like completely devoid of human emotion. Her handler, <laughs> the the relationship between her and her handler is so funny to me. Like the first introduction we see to this guy is she's in an apartment and she like sits down and she <laughs> she has a bottle of like what appears to be whiskey and she dumps a bunch of pills on the table and then she goes and puts makeup on her face like white makeup and she like lays down and pretends to be dead on the couch <laughs> and this guy comes home and he's like an older gentleman and he walks in and he looks around and he's talking to her and he's like hello hello i can see you breathing and she stops breathing and he leans in closer and she like pops up and scares him and she's like i got you (laughs) (laughs) what like like, brutally murdered a guy and you're like a little kid joking around (laughs) so that relationship i love and it goes back and forth constantly and similarly but on a different level is the relationship between our lead protagonist Eve and what was her boss, and now in this new squad because they were fired at the same time, they were both roped into this little squad. Now she is the boss, and he is like under her, but it's mm-hmm. still kind of this like uh, comrade slash mentor relationship. Mm-hmm. And that guy is hilarious and, like, just really likable. Like, at first, he's kind of like a bureaucrat, like, kind of just a boss. And then we get a little more info about him. Like, you know, they go to Germany to do some investigating, and we find out that he lived there for ten years. Five of those years, he was a crazy party animal that slept with everyone, man and woman, <laughs> and just, like, was a, was a madman. And he's just so funny. And spoilers, the episode I just finished, he for sure gets murdered hard. (laughs) And it it broke my heart because I wanted to see him a lot more. I knew it was coming. I was hoping it was just going to be like some teasing close calls. But it was definitely uh, not a close call. It for sure happened and he's dead. Um, (laughs) Why do shows kill off like
1: such strong, good characters like that?
0: My guess is either the the story needs to be told, you know, like we got to give our person motivation. You can't just have a happy ending for everybody. But additionally, maybe they didn't expect it to go past one season. So they're like, uh, let's, just, let's full throttle this thing. So those are those are my two guesses, but either way, One of my favorite people is dead. (laughs) (laughs) So dead. So dead. It was so sad. Um, But yeah, it's like, the show combines a lot of things that I'm really happy about. I wasn't expecting at all. I thought it was going to be this cheesy cop show. And it has its cheese moments, but it really, like, it's got one of my favorite things, which is, like, stealthy assassinations. Like, we Mm. follow this girl being secretive going places in disguise and like committing a murder and then sneaking out like undetected. I love that stuff. That is me. And yeah. Watching it happen is very exciting. Not to sound like a psychopath, but I just like stuff like that. Um, and even in the first two episodes uh, coming into the third, the intersection of the killer and the police is getting very close like our lead cop lady wow, is already? walking around in germany and the killer is like following her but like in a playful way like it doesn't look like she's interested in killing her she's like kind of flattered that somebody found out because she's done a lot of murders all around the world and no yeah. one's been able to pin her down and now this one woman has been like i I see you. I see what you're doing. And I know there's one person behind this. And she's like, this chick gets it. And she's like into it. So she's like following her. And like, there's a scene where she's like shopping for clothes because the killer stole her suitcase. (laughs) So she needs more (laughs) clothes. And she's like trying to figure out an outfit. And she's on the phone and she's like, do you ever just have an outfit on and it's missing something and you don't know what, and she's in the dressing room and she pokes her head out and there's a belt hanging on the thing. And it's like, oh this will work and it's like stuff like that it's like they're so close together and she has no idea so it's getting very exciting and i'm a big big old fan that's awesome wasn't expecting to be a big fan but i like it a lot
1: (laughs) that's awesome i'm really glad to hear that uh i like i didn't know any of that early stuff i started to pick it up like watch it over katie's shoulder the end of season one and then on onward from there because so i think they're on their third season now um, that
0: was gonna be my question i don't know how many seasons there are
1: yeah it i think they just they're on their third or just finished their third um but yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty good I yeah, did-
0: i'm excited for the moment when they meet face to face like there's going to be a moment when they sit down and talk there has to be yes and i'm excited for it
1: um i i did see that and it's very interesting just just to get you ready
0: just to get me hyped
1: um i'm really glad you like it um that means we both like uh Allie's recommendations good so job Allie. she's two for two here um which makes me think i should probably go watch the other million things she's recommended to me And I will. One day. (laughs) One day. We'll get through it. But, like, we talk about this all the time. It's like, our friends give us stuff. Our family gives us stuff. uh, We have our own things. The list is gigantic. There's just no, no beginning, no end. The market is very saturated.
0: Which is great for the consumer.
1: I know. Like, uh... It's such a great first world problem to have, for sure.
0: I have too many things to watch. They're all so good.
1: There are people who have never watched or seen anything on a TV, and I'm sitting here thinking, I have too much to watch. (laughs) So I'm going to rewatch Sons
0: of Anarchy, (laughs) which is what I've been doing.
1: Who who do I know? Oh, shit, it's you uh, that watched the Mayans. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I know someone who watches the Mayans, and I want to ask how it is. Did you ever finish it? Episode. You never finished it? Okay.
0: No, I really want to, but uh, the other day I was just like kind of the end of the day. I was like, I don't really want to start a movie. I don't want to, you know, I was just kind of in like a mood to watch something like specific and familiar. And I was like, I'm going to rewatch Sons, And it just hooked me right back in. So far, <laughs> I've already seen it and it's so
1: good. There's something, like, nice about that, though. It's like, you know you're going to like it, for starters, and you can pay attention just a little bit less because you kind of have it in the back of your head. Um, I did that with Breaking Bad once, and I just crushed it, and it was such an easy watch, you know? I've still
0: never finished it. Oh, I, I have no problem one. with it. It was so good, and I was hooked until I... Uh, again like same with Game of Thrones was in college and got to a certain point and it was like I have to study um, and I just never finished past the chicken man blowing half of his face off
1: holy fucks you have so much good shit afterwards best. I still think to this day the best show I've ever watched it's fucking crazy what? yeah I think it's that good um, better than Shameless? uh as much i okay let me put it this way shameless is my favorite show but i think breaking bad is the best show i've ever seen
0: that's a i'm very that's a mature thing to say i'm very proud of you thanks man you can recognize quality even though you're like i like this thing more this was way better
1: Uh, i'm sure like you could do it all the time. Like, for example, you and I would fucking love to go watch one of those fucking Sharktopus versus Giant Shark didile whatever, movies. I
0: almost put on Crawl last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I want to watch that so bad. It's on Prime, available for free now.
1: But have you seen Velocipastor? That's the one, dude.
0: No, I totally forgot.
1: That's the fucking one. <laughs> Watched it literally the night before. Wait, I don't remember now. It was the night before my brother got married or the morning of. But either way, that that movie is fucking absolute gold. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the the soundtrack was, like, hell of punk rock and, like, good, but also really funny. Because it was, like, the songs are good if you didn't watch the movie. But if you watch the movie, it's hell of, like, cheesy and like they're playing this hard punk rock, and you can't take the music seriously because it's like some dude bawling, like over dramatic, bawling his eyes out because he thinks his girlfriend is dead or whatever. So like me and my brother will like text each other like the lyrics of the song <laughs> every so <laughs> often. <laughs> oh, so funny, dude. Um, that's it. Killing Eve.
0: You loved it. You're gonna keep watching. I am gonna keep watching. I almost wanna stop and wait for foul because I think she would like it. Um, I bet she would. It's if I describe the premise to her, I don't think she would enjoy. Like she'd be like oh, that sounds weird. But I think if she just like if it was on and she started watching it with me, she'd be like, Oh, this is pretty good.
1: You know what? That is a good tactic. And I never thought to do that, but I need to try. There's so many shows where I'm like, "I know you'll like this, Katie," but you're not watching it because of one word or words I've said. We're watching. I kind, I kind of, kind of got her to watch something I wanted to watch. You know, unsolved mysteries.
0: Yeah. Have you started the new one? Yeah. Oh, is it baller, dude?
1: Yeah. You know what? There. So I remember the old one it's still fucking scary, don't get me wrong, but, like, the old one had a very healthy mix of many different types of unsolved mysteries, like, not just murders or disappearances, but, like, hauntings, UFOs, yeah. monsters, shit like that, and I think these guys are leaning more on the true crime shit because mm-hmm. it's more very hot topic right now. People are very fucking into it. So it's, like... I think there's only one episode that isn't that. There are different, like, themes, like uh, p- witness witness to a crime disappeared or race crime disappearance or murder. Um, there's, like, different themes, but it's all, like, none of it is potentially supernatural.
0: Which makes sense if they want the larger audience. Yes. But I definitely want some, like, Wolfman captured my son
1: type y- yes situation. agreed they have one um and it was a ufo one and uh we like had we were crushing there's only five episodes out right now and we crushed the five or, or we crushed like three or four and i was like come on the ufo one it's next we gotta watch it please and she's like fine okay and we watched it and it was like really tough because she was
0: bad tough like she wasn't in
1: like i knew at every point that that she would find ridiculous she did (laughs) yeah like you know that that scene from monsters inc where that they like encounter the little girl and they're like he picked me up with his mind powers and shook me like a dog (laughs) she she, every time one of the hillbilly people in this town spoke she would say that (laughs)
0: oh that's awesome i'm uh, okay with
1: that and she would laugh and then like i would pause it and be like okay like granted this is super ridiculous but there were like 50 people in this town that experienced this same thing what do you think that was you know like it fuck it wasn't uh, an accident 50 people didn't fucking lose their memory for three hours for nothing like what was it yeah it's very unlikely to be a town-wide hoax, you know. Uh, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it just it the the fact that something happened, I think should be people should take it a little seriously. I'm not saying think it's aliens, but yeah, think about it. Just think about it. Don't dismiss it because it's so crazy, yeah, and that's
0: exactly the right way to go about it. It's like, okay, aliens is highly unlikely, but it happened. So if not aliens, what? Like, what would have done this?
1: It almost, like, scares me more. Like, not knowing what it is, or or dismissing aliens kind of scares me also.
0: Well, it's most definitely the CIA.
1: I mean, I fucking, I, I hope so. <laughs> There's
0: an agent just pops up in my window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you get, I see a Men in Black flash on, on your head.
0: What were we talking about? <laughs>
1: We have a we have a podcast. <laughs> um, wow, hard hard side divot. Hey, that's uh, okay, man. But uh, this that's is a show. Stuff. This show that uh Allie recommended is actually one that Katie and I watched together. Um, I think Katie was originally interested. Uh, it, you know what? It was one of the ones where we were browsing through Netflix, and we're like, "Yeah, let's let's watch it. Sounds good." And I don't know how the fuck to describe this genre but like or this feel but like this type of show the show that's like really um appeals to people like me with a low attention span it's so good it's like very quick witty like very poppy there's like a lot of like humor and people are like jabbing at each other all the time and like quick pointing fingers a lot of high tense emotions and very quick scenes like cutting back and forth back and forth back and forth and like it's it's almost like a level of ridiculousness I don't know how to describe it um but it's like this this style it's like almost comic booky I don't I don't know how to describe it it's not comic booky though but it's uh very lighthearted maybe that's the way what I'm trying to get at yeah and uh but I I really really like the show And uh, Katie and I watched the first season. We're like, dang, that was really good. And then two days later, it just so happened that the second season came out. It's on Netflix. So we're like, holy fuck, we have the second season to watch right now. Let's do it. Crushed it. That's the best. Oh, it's the best. And uh, I really liked it. And it's, it's a show that I think is really rare because the first and second season have all the same characters and same kind of plot line, but they're so different because they happen years apart and each character is vastly different. Like they make, they make a very important note to show that like each character has gone through something and it's vastly different in the second season. So it's like a a hard refresh on, on the second season. Um, But everybody like reunites for the same goal. So uh, the main, the our main guy, his name is Peyton, played by Ben Platt. And the series opens up with him uh, in the middle of an interview with the admissions guy at Harvard. And he's like, tell me why you want to go to Harvard. And he's like, well, I woke up in the middle of the night when I was seven or eight years old, realized that I'm going to be president of the United States and nothing's going to stop me. And I spent my entire life from that point on studying past presidents and tendencies and trends and habits that will increase my chances of becoming president. And Harvard has produced more presidents than any other university in the United States. And he's like, "Okay, that's that's cool. And then he you immediately start to get a feel for like his flaw. And he's like incredibly scripted and he's a machine and he's super cold. And when this guy says like you look great on paper, you have like an over 4.0, you're about to be class president, uh, you, you're in all these extracurriculars, you have a great personality, whatever. But tell me, tell me about this shit. Like I don't care about that shit. Like when was the last time you cried? And he like stumbles. He's like, Ugh, the when I watched this movie, and he's like, doesn't everybody cry during that movie? <laughs> and he's like, uh. I mean, I don't know. I did, and like, he starts to fumble when he asks some real human questions because he's created this like persona of like he's created this this like facade that will enable him to be president one day. It's like do these things. It's all very step by step basis, and he views his life in like a series of steps. If I accomplish these things in school, I will go to Harvard. Accomplish these things in Harvard. I will be a senator, accomplish these things and then I will be president. Um and he like justifies all the terrible terrible shit he does by saying that he's going to change the world and he's going to make the world better when he's president. So like he's saying what does it matter if I utterly fuck up this person's campaign and reveal that they're like I don't know that they spent a bunch of time in the in an insane asylum because they tried to kill themselves or that they faked cancer or that they're gay. Like, what does it matter if I r- unveil all this shit to the world and fuck up their life if I'm going to be the president and I'm going to help people? I'm going to help so many more people than this one, than destroying, than destroy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so he's he has, like, a squad, like his fellow classmates and even his girlfriend are all so fucking on board, and they all know and are convinced he's going to be president as well. So, like, they're all on the same path. They're like, I'm going to do this, so Peyton will get elected and will boost his numbers, and it's all very politically driven. Like, all of them know stats and constantly rehearse stats. They're like, Peyton, did you get your eight hours of sleep last night? Did you eat this thing? Did you do this thing? Uh, Looks like you're five points down because your speech didn't appeal to the uh, Latino community last week. We're going to have to pump those numbers up this week. And it's just, like, constantly, like, feeding him information. Everything's about the business. That's crazy. It's amazing. And it's all, like, like a little ridiculous because there's, like, all these kids in high school. Yeah. and, And the show is, like, sprinkled with random, like, fucking huge celebrities. So... She's not in it a whole lot in, uh, until the second season, but his mom is Gwyneth Paltrow, and oh, uh, what? yeah, and uh, it's so wild. Like she plays this like wacky free spirit, and like she causes like all this drama at home, and it's not something he can like really deal with. And he's like, "Mom, you gotta you gotta figure your shit out because I need to have a perfect home life if I'm gonna be president." <laughs> 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 and like, and then uh, she she eventually gets on board with him, and she's like, "I'll do whatever you can. Like, I don't want to be with your father, but I'm convinced you're going to be president, so I'm going to fake it to make it to. So I'll be with your father, so we can keep funding you, so you'll be president." This guy um,
0: sounds like a cult leader, like the way he, he rallies people behind him. That's crazy to
1: me. He is, and like for the. You like when he—it's it, so mind blowing—and like some of my favorite scenes are uh, when he talks to like random students. Like he'll he'll like solicit votes by like walking around and talk to students, and he he is such a fucking sociopath that he knows like he doesn't have actual emotions until like he he's defeated, uh, but he he knows what appeals to normal people to get their vote. So he'll like look up people ahead of time and be very fucking calculated. And he'll like walk up to uh, uh, a dude who was struggling with his grades or something. And he'll like have well-documented information about him. And he'll come up and be like, Hey Alex, haven't, haven't seen you in a while, man. How are you? Uh, I remember the last time we spoke three years ago, you were struggling on that math test. How'd it turn out? I mean, you're in this class now, so you must have done well, right? Great job, man. And like he he just knows and just people just eat it up. People love it. And then like he effortlessly segues into, you know, this thing you care about, I also care about it, but I can't do anything about it unless I win. So I mean, I don't know if you're voting or whatever, but if you did, uh I would I would back you up. Like I know you, you know me, I'd back you up. Anyways, great to see you, man. Heads out. And it's just flawless, fucking perfect execution. Wow. It's amazing. He's like a fucking verbal assassin. And uh, things happen in his life that fuck up the plan really hard. Really, really hard. Go on. Uh, like this, this, like to kick things off, someone who's incredibly important to him, very, very close to him, runs against him. Just just to get his attention, and it throws him way for a loop. And this person is instantly a hit and better at being class president or a candidate for class president than he is, and is fucking throwing everything off, everything, because um, the guy's like an anomaly. Yeah, and uh, and then so spoilers, spoilers, and then the guy kind of unexpectedly kills himself. Whoa! Yeah. And that throws him off really hard. And he becomes like his person that he like kind of meditates to. So like if he's struggling, he like sits there and he like looks to his right and he sees his buddy. Um, he talks to his buddy. Um, but then, uh, like the, what's really cool and interesting is like the characters that become main characters are, are people who are absorbed into the campaign. Like, a lot of them are uh, the people he's, his squad and his girlfriend, his girlfriend is like, I was born to be a first lady and you're going to be president. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make you president. Cause I'm born to be a first lady. Um, so they're, they're all culty, but wow. so everyone in his group, everyone in his group are main characters, obviously, but everyone who gets sucked into the campaign becomes main characters too. And it's super funny. Cause like, A lot of these characters are, like, people who are supposed to boost his numbers. And he's like, I need to have a a running mate, like a VP, a VP of uh, class president who will help me. Uh, Maybe the disabled kid. I'm going to go befriend the disabled kid. And the disabled kid is, like, super evil and manipulative. And he's, like, hella fucking dark. (laughs) They're like, big mistake. Uh, We're going to move on and we're going to like pick this girl who has cancer and uh, a she's a girl a b people feel bad for her and then by, by like them hanging out with her and getting to know her trying to make sure her her slate is clean they fucking find out that her mom her grandma has um what is it called munchausen by proxy oh yeah so yep faking that her daughter has cancer and they they do a whole fake blood drive just to find out if she has cancer or not And they find out that she doesn't. And that fucks things up hell of hard. And then this girl becomes the main character. Like her battling her grandma. Her psycho-ass grandma. Um, And then all these side characters that are like involved in the campaign. um, And then the people who eventually run against him. uh, Create this like wacky, witty cast. And everybody has their like super sharp, crazy personality. It's like hella, hella funny that the different extremes people are on the spectrums. Oh yeah. And the second season is like several years in the future after. Uh, he's I won't say what happens, but and I won't say, yeah, but like, Peyton has been dramatically I won't say lost, his campaign because that's not really what happened, but he was fucking defeated like on a human level defeated hell of hard and it sent him in like a deep dark depression and it threw him off his game and then it second season is someone in his and the whole group scatters and second season is someone in his group finding an opportunity like a once in a lifetime opportunity to reinvigorate their campaign and enter the big leagues and so this person reunites the group and gets Peyton back on track. And so it's them out of high school into the big leagues, him trying to become a senator. And it's like, it's crazy because like high school shows normally spend the whole time in high school. And yeah, but,
0: all 17 seasons are them in high
1: yeah. school. Yeah, our school runs for 10 years. Um, but it was them in high school for a very short blip, and now they're like in New York. Real life doing crazy shit.
0: Oh nice.
1: Um it was it's very cool, very interesting. Um I like it a lot. It's a very easy watch. It's like very lighthearted. You can just crush it. There's no That's...
0: I'm I'm glad to hear that because it sounds very like serious and in intense and like almost intimidating. But oh
1: then it's I like i probably described movie. it wrong. It's like no no no, no. funny and lighthearted.
0: No, because you went over the storyline, but the way that story is told, if it's lighthearted and, and quick and funny, like, that's fantastic.
1: It's, it's, uh, yeah, I, Ali recommends and I recommend. It's pretty hot, pretty good.
0: I'll look up the cast really
1: fast. um my favorite character that was only in one episode of second season (laughs) uh is this guy named ricardo and he's the boyfriend of uh infinity infinity is the girl who has who thought she had cancer and then found out she doesn't okay um and he's like (laughs) he's hella dumb but like hella funny and uh, people manipulate him like left and right because they realize he's he will do anything for Infinity. So like he goes back and forth between the the, I mean there's no true good good or bad guy, but he goes back and forth between the sides over and over, and there and like constantly someone will be like, look, this person is manipulating Infinity, the love of your life, and you will never get back with her again unless you kill them and he's like you're right <laughs> people just fucking do it um it's so funny and he's like and then what my what my favorite part about him is like he's he's like surface level hell of dumb and then they 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 have a couple episodes where they'll question something he did and then he'll do like a deep dive into why he did it It's actually the craziest, most calculated, most intelligent thing you've ever seen. Like a heist. Yes. uh, Like a multi-tier heist that you need to be a fucking genius to fucking understand. And uh, (laughs) it's like impossible that someone that dumb thought that way and pulled it off. It's so funny. But that's why he's my favorite character. And when he came back in second season, they like sought, sought his advice on something ridiculous and it was such gold. I died. I was like cheering from my couch with Katie.
0: Yes. I'll have to watch because I just looked up the cast right now and that I didn't know the name Ben Platt. Uh, but he was a character in Pitch Perfect. And I've right. ever he's seen a singer. that. But it's yep. hilarious.
1: Love Pitch Perfect. And I
0: like him. He's really funny.
1: He's a. So apparently he's a Broadway singer. And also, the guy I was telling you about, his buddy, is, um, uh, we spoke about Hollywood not too long ago. The main character, or one of the main characters in Hollywood, his name is, what's his name in the show? His name in real life is David Cornsweat. 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 But uh, his name in the show is River. But... Hollywood was hell of good, and I kind of like that Netflix has, like, some crew that they recycle, you know? Yeah. Uh, I see some other networks doing that, and I think that's dope. Uh, They, like, keep the good ones. I've
0: noticed that with, um, well, I guess it's only two shows, but the kid that plays young Daredevil um, is also the, the son in Ozark. I'm like, good oh for you, man. no way! Yeah, That's a pull. Holy shit! So I'm like, good for you. Like, get in with Netflix and just milk it. Do everything they tell you.
1: Yes, I would do the same. Uh, I, I just watched a uh fucking. Oh, you you sent it to me. The speech from Hasan Minhaj, the one where he like nuked fucking all the politicians.
0: Oh, my gosh, dude. I he, died. He was talking
1: about uh, working at Comedy Central and it being a basically an internship for Netflix. Oh, he's <laughs> so fucking funny, dude.
0: I like that one of the politicians like lights him up. He's like, you may think this is a joke, but this is not a joke. And it's like, when you say things like that, you will never come out on top. You will always be the butt of the joke if you try to say that it's not a joke and some guy is successfully being funny. Everybody I else agree. In the room is laughing.
1: I agree. And I, I had to think about it twice because the first time I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, People are trying to get serious here and he's uh, not being respectful of their time. He's just fucking dunking on them left and right. But then I realized... This guy is just trying to get people back on his side because he doesn't want to talk about this shit. He doesn't want to spend any money the way we want them to. Like, he he's just being... It's kind of a form of manipulation, you know? He's trying to dial it back and make Hassan look like the bad guy. Yeah. And you're right. Like, you look like a fucking nerd, narc, old, boomer piece of shit. Like, you look like a loser.
0: Yeah, especially... When it's not only Hassan being really funny, but making very good points. Mm -hmm. He came in very prepared and made all the right jokes, in my opinion, made everybody laugh while making a good point, just like his show. Yeah. And I I found nothing wrong with that. Like, bringing life into those stale-ass committees, and uh, that guy
1: was just not having it. Dude, like, imagine how receptive you and everyone else would have been if that very same guy was, like, into it. And he's like, first of all, thank you for bringing a new, new light to this conversation. Like, you're yeah. fucking hilarious. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to get butt hurt because he's changing the the behavior of the whole thing?
0: Yeah, and I that guy, if that would have been his attitude, would have gotten countless people our age behind so
1: much support yes
0: so much support for that guy but no he's like you're making a mockery of these proceedings it's like bro, the fact that you use the word mockery like, (laughs) like, like that you are the problem
1: dude the fact that we now don't know his name can't refer back to him by his name is because he reacted that way yep so wild um. honestly like I'm a big and we're getting a little too political here but I'm a big AOC fan now because uh, Hassan Minhaj interviewed her and I noticed that he fucking will interview some of the craziest people in the planet uh, like dictators and presidents and uh, fucking Bernie Sanders at one point and like really really huge officials and he and all of them have a a really hard time talking to him and they 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 like brush him off and don't take him seriously just like that other guy we were talking about but he's talking to AOC this uh senator and she fucking was laughing and like into his jokes and then would just bounce back to the serious shit that she needed to talk about and I'm like you're fucking dope like you can roll with the punches and that shows me that like you're not old and frigid and you know uh and rigid you're not gonna break when someone tries to bend you
0: yeah i didn't watch that interview i watched the um the snippets that were in the episode that that was incorporated into but i didn't watch the full interview
1: oh yeah um she's really dope i she's like my new bernie i'm a big fan um sorry it's hard hard Hard. Yeah, that's okay. Deviation. It's
0: only, it's only a little bit of a hard turn because we were talking about a show about politics and then we got into politics, so it's kind of warranted.
1: Yeah. What's funny is, like, they reference a lot of real people. They not once reference Trump, which is interesting, but they talk about uh, AOC and Bernie and some other politicians, and uh, they fucking constantly, like, when someone's doing something bad or or good... They say they reference a president and it fucking like I don't even know that certain presidents are famous for this shit, but it kills me every time like he was getting nervous on stage once. And then one of his like his staffers was like, shit, he's sweat. He's sweating like Nixon right now. He's sweating (laughs) like Nixon. (laughs) Like, fuck me. So funny. Um,
0: Those are like jokes I would barely get. What? Yeah, I would know the name of who they're referring to, but I'm, you're right. Like, I wouldn't know. Oh, was he a famous sweater, or was he famous for? this? <laughs> I was watching... like
1: Oh god! It's, it's it's like funny because it's funny, you know. Like yeah, it, you know, it's funny like in the context, and you get it. it it's very clever. It's a such a clever show. It's I very good for people, short ass attention spans like me.
0: Are they? half hour
1: episodes um if they're not i think they are but if they're not they feel that way um which might even be better
0: yeah definitely
1: i'm gonna look now what were you gonna say sorry
0: oh just on the what politicians are famous for um and and damn i can't even remember his name now oh i suck but I was uh, binge watching uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. And one of the episodes had a recording from a previous president. Um, And it was like him. I don't know why this conversation was recorded, but it was like the president and it was a real recording talking to like his tailor, basically like you have to give me more room in the crotch, my balls, the pants squeeze my balls too much. And like, (laughs) The President of the United States requesting more room for his giant balls. I was like, this is hilarious. This is American, right here. (laughs) I need more room in my pants. Yes. (laughs) Like, that is gold.
1: That's, what is this?
0: It was on an episode of Last Week Tonight.
1: Oh. Love that shit.
0: Dude, it's so good. I started watching Patriot Act, and then, like, it was on YouTube. And last week tonight stuff started popping up, and I was like, "I'll watch that." So now I just go between the two. Dude, me too. It's so good. Yeah, both of them are so good. It's definitely, I think, a good source of information. Um, yeah. Like you know, I obviously try to take things from all sides, but I don't really read or watch the news. And Same. a lot of these videos are like a couple years old, so it's not like news news, but it's just like topics I don't know anything about. And then, you know, these two guys go through it in an entertaining way while listing a bunch of facts and not only like quoting people, but playing the clips that the quotes are from. So it's not like yeah. they're manipulating it. It's like, no, I heard that person say it.
1: Yeah, it makes uh, some crazy topics or some crazy news like more digestible yeah for sure like i have a hard time like blasting through an article like an essay long article about some shit um and these guys really relay it really well um (laughs) and it's sometimes they're just so fucking funny that helps a lot it helps so much uh i i cannot get enough of patriot act it is my fucking favorite i know i need to blitz through like all of it and i think the ones
0: on youtube are probably shorter or uh yeah shorter than the ones on netflix i would assume
1: you know they have a good message and they believe in what they say if they're offering it to you for free on youtube yes
0: and i think they just need to maintain viewership so it's like instead of hey everybody's under quarantine so we can't provide this content uh mm-hmm. if people if that happens people will venture off and find other stuff to watch and yeah. then who knows if they'll come back so it's like if if you get it for free while we're in this weird transitional period you know all the better
1: uh i forget what his joke was but i remember literally laughing out loud like he commented on that he said We uh, and we also have it on free on YouTube for free. If you are trying to chill instead of watch this on Netflix or something, like he said, forgot what he said, but it was hella funny. Yeah, like like they know what they're doing to it. Um, yeah, dude, we should maybe we should do an episode on Patriot Act.
0: Ooh, that would be tough, but I'm down. It'd be tough because we'd have to talk about
1: real shit, (laughs) important shit. Maybe.
0: Yeah, which I'm definitely not qualified to do.
1: <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe we'll do another one. But <laughs> Either I way. recommend it. Yeah. Oh, That's a lot. Some free pub. Some free pub. Uh, and Ali, thank you for these recommendations. Both were super good. Oh, yeah. Um, is that yeah. it?
0: Are we out of here? I think we are.
1: Well, if you guys want to reach out to us through our phone number because that's all I remember. It's 415-488-5031. 415-488-5031. Text, us. Right.
0: Text, Text us. Text us. If you want to email us, which you can also do from your phone, you go to aswspodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Send us some recommendations, critiques, Things we got wrong, things we got right, whatever you want. Um, You can go to our website, uh, asws.show. You can leave comments. You can view our full library of episodes. You can see pictures of us. Um, (laughs) We're on social media. Yeah, both with the same face. Uh, We're on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of the above at ASWS Podcast. And you will find us or search Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff and we will be there
1: we will fucking be there
0: all right buddy dude cheers cheers to another good one boom
1: but like be right back we're just hanging up yeah i'm here okay be right back all right Bye.